You're listening to Embarrassing Family, where we share our weirdest, wackiest, and wildest family stories. Hello, everyone. Today, as our guest, we have Ken Modderd. He's a former U.S. Marine who's been in the comedy scene for about four years. So, Ken, you have 51 cousins. Your family must be very fertile. They are upper Michigan farm stock. Okay. So, yeah, fertile is a good word. For years, until like three years ago, I was the 49th and my sister was the 50th. Oh, wow. So you're, you're in the last. Yes. And then it turns out that um, between marriages, my dad's oldest brother had a child out of wedlock that nobody knew about it. Oh, wow. And then we found out three years ago that I have a sister from a um, dalliance that my father had when he was in the Navy. Huh. So how did you find out about this sister? So her daughter, she reached out to me on, on Messenger, and she basically says, I know you don't know me. However, I think your dad is my mom's dad. Okay. That's the gist of it. It was about three paragraphs long. My response was, great. If you're a family, come over for dinner. If you're trying to hurt my family, be advised I'm very well armed. Yeah, you're a former Marine. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to mess with you. Did you talk to your, your dad about this? Um, was, was he still around? We lost dad two, uh, three years ago. We lost pop to colon cancer. So my older sister, Kiani, was born in Hawaii. And up until 2017, 16, Hawaii's adoptions were closed. And she had been trying since she was... 15 years old to find out who her birth parents were. Okay. Because she was she was adopted. Right. And she really wasn't looking to hurt anybody. She just wanted medical information when she started having kids. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, Hawaii finally opened up their adoption records in 2016. And she was, I think, out of spite, the third person that they contacted. Because she was like, every three months, she was writing a letter to the new <laughs> You know? And I think just out of spite, they were like, we're going to make you wait. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to torture yeah. you. Good news is, is that Kiani got to come out from Maryland to meet my dad probably a year before he passed. Okay. And everybody was kind of like, ooh, this is going to go one of two ways, either really, really well or really, really not. Yeah. And um, we were we were all shocked and surprised when um, she knocked on the door, my dad opened the door, opened his arms and gave her a big hug. Oh, that's nice. For four months, it was... No, she's not mine. No, she can't be mine. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, just deny, 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 deny. And then when he opened the door, there was really no doubt. I guess you can't, it's so hard to reject someone when you're, you know, looking at you, you know, when they're right there. If we'd have left it to my mom and my dad, it would have never happened. So I'm 55. Yeah. So my parents, my mom is 77. And they're just from that generation where you don't talk about that kind of stuff. Right. You know what I mean? If that stuff happened. It's just what you don't talk about because it's a huge stain or a huge embarrassment. Yeah, of course. And I'm kind of like, cool, more family. Let's go, you know. <laughs> so your dad had the affair when he was still married to your, when he was married to your mom. No, it was, um, my parents' wedding anniversary is in June. Okay. June, June 21st. And my sister Keanu was born on the 4th of July of the same year. So he was with my mom, but they weren't married. So it's kind of that gray area. Yeah, I can see how that could you know, cause some tension. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so yeah, um, do you have any other interesting uh, family stories? I have two cousins. Well, I have several cousins, but these two in particular, LJ and Leroy, they are not 11 months apart. Okay. They are from my Aunt Marion. They lived three blocks away from each other. They worked in the next two buildings apart, had lunch four days a week. At one point, LJ was complaining that he thought his wife was sleeping around. Mm-hmm. 
About three weeks later, Leroy was complaining that he thought his wife was sleeping around. They get divorced. LJ married Leroy's wife. Leroy married LJ's wife. So, like, swapped wives? Pretty much. Oh, it gets, it's, we're not done. LJ and his wife had kids. Leroy and his wife had kids. When they got remarried, they each had kids from that from that relationship, too. Oh, that's got to be confusing. You wake up on Monday. Hi, Mom. Wait. Hi, Aunt Beth. Wait. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> are you my mom or are you my aunt? Who are you? <laughs> exactly. That's really weird. Yeah. That was a topic of conversation for a long time. Yeah. Did the brothers like swap stories? Like, oh, man, your wife, she was really good in bed last night. So I think when they wanted to piss each other off, they would do that. <laughs> Surprisingly to nobody, it really destroyed their relationship. Yeah. They stopped talking up until up until about a week before Leroy passed. LJ finally went over and um Oh man. So they were like they went like thirty years without talking to each other. Do you think it was like one of them married the other's wife and then the the other brother married the other wife to get back as like a revenge? Knowing my family, being upper Michigan farm stock, it would not surprise me. It seems like the most logical motivation. It's like I'm gonna you married my wife, I'm gonna marry yours. When you come from that type of a family environment where everybody you know, you're you're the way my dad explained the house growing up, I went to visit. I'm thinking there's going to be like 15 rooms because there's nine kids, you know, and it's like, it was a, it was a four-bedroom house. Oh, man. With a two-story, five-bedroom house. Oh, God. From my dad to my Uncle Bob, there's a 23-year age difference. Okay. Bob's the oldest. My dad's the second youngest. So it's like Bob, Hank, and Earl were out of the house when my dad was born, you know, so it wasn't like they were, all the boys were in one room and all the girls were in one room. Yeah. It's nuts. And it's like, my grandparents, it's like, I tease my dad. I'm like, they didn't have you out of, you know, because they loved you. They had you out of necessity. <laughs> they got a, you know, they got a 600 acre farm yeah. out of work. And need some extra, they didn't uh, want hands. to hire anybody. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> some uh, farm hands. They just made, <laughs> they made their own farm hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I have a son from my first marriage. Mm-hmm. So my dad's retired Navy. Four of my dad's brothers were in the Army. Two of his sisters were in the Army. And I joined the Marine Corps. And my son had to go and screw it up and join the Air Force. <laughs> That traitor. I mean, I love him. Don't get me wrong. And he he did his he did his due diligence and looked at what was best for him. But I'm like, yeah, dude, really? The Air Force? <laughs> and he's like me. He's a smart ass. He's like, Dad, it's not my fault. What's well, not your fault? That I'm too smart to be a bullet catcher. <laughs> Whoa. Oh boy, when you come home on leave, he's like, nah, I'm gonna go see mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better. <laughs> you a big whoop. Yeah, you come you come visit, and I'm throwing a shoe at you. <laughs> Those are just two or three off the top of my head without even having to think about it. So, what's it, 84? Yeah, my, my junior year of high school, we went back to Michigan for a family reunion. Okay. We're drinking in the bar because it's upper Michigan. They're not going to really card me. I was like 17. Yeah. And the bartender made a comment that he's like, you know, I'm glad you guys are here, but I just wish some of the regulars would show up. So, my cousin, Tina, who was 21 and had a 21-year-old farm girl body, Went out in the street and went whoop and flashed the town. Next thing you know, we got everybody in the bar. <laughs> yeah, that's a big motivator. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. she should have uh, asked for a for a cut of that. Yeah, she did. Yeah, <laughs> she ended up marrying the bartender. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that should have been her thing. She just every time the bar was empty, just stand outside the bar, just you know, take your top off. Be a great business uh, partnership. It's like a small town in Upper Michigan, population of like two hundred. You see them once, you see them all. You <laughs> yeah, we get sick of them. Do you laugh at stuff like that, or do you go, "Oh my God, what are they doing?" <laughs> um, at this at this point, you kind of go, "Yeah, you know, it's Upper Michigan. They needed money. What the hell?" <laughs> my grandfather 
decided during Prohibition that he was going to um, be a bootlegger and run and run Shine. And they are probably 45 miles maybe from Canada. I mean, they're like way up in upper Michigan. So he would run Shine from Canada to Michigan and back and forth. Okay. When they sold the property after Grandpa passed, the boys who were still in the area went up to clean, you know, just clean out the stalls and get the, you know, get the loft cleaned up for the new owners. And my Uncle Hank throws the pitchfork through a pale head. He's like, ooh, what is that? Because they heard a loud thump. Mm-hmm. They found a barrel of my grandfather's moonshine from 1930-something. Whoa. They looked at my dad, who was the drinker of the group. <laughs> they all drank. And went, here, Pat, try this. And he's a younger brother. So even at 45, he couldn't say no. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so he went, all right, I'll show you. He takes a nice shot of this moonshine. I've been sitting there for ever and a day. Oh, no. Took two sips, and we didn't see him for three hours. <laughs> he just, whoop. <laughs> he just, he, we just kind of worked around him, <laughs> which to me was hilarious. When you see your dad kind of take one shot of drink, and he just passes out for a couple <laughs> hours, and his brothers cover him up with hay. <laughs> Doing <laughs> all, all the pranks on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, because he's the baby boy, so it's like they're going to mess with him as much as, even at 45, 50, they're still going to mess with him as much as they can. Once the baby, always the baby. Exactly. Which never set well with him. Yeah. <laughs> Lifetime of uh, abuse. Lifetime of getting his ass kicked yeah. by his older brothers. <laughs> I celebrate 28 years of sobriety last September. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. The nut does not fall very far from the tree. Right. And I will tell you that most of our, most of the alcoholics that I know they're usually drinking behind a her or a him. She's so cute. I didn't she let you know what I mean? All that crap. There's always a girl involved with somebody. Okay. So my dad, when he made chief, they threw him a nice party. Well, he got two rubber legged drunk to walk or drive, so they took his car keys. He was done. He figured he was going home. He walked across the street, hot wired the fire truck at the firehouse and drove home. What? He stole a fire truck? He stole a fire truck and they let him keep his rank. Wow. <laughs> when the whole bases are party and they're kind of like, yeah, that's just. Yeah. Then there's me. Yeah. Went to a party one time when I was in the Marines. Well, one time. <laughs> Went to a party in the Marines and couldn't find my roommate who drove and I was done. I wanted to go home and the stables were just 100 yards that way. I borrowed a horse. <laughs> All I will tell you about that is when I was at the party on Friday, I was an E3. When I got done on Monday, I was an E2. Okay. Those are, those are ranks. Yes, that's going backwards. I, I yeah, I, mean, I can imagine. And then there's then there's the boy, your son. Uh, my son. I'm I'm re I'm remarried at this point. Okay. To my lovely bride Stephanie. Yeah. My son was fifteen, fifteen or sixteen, and I get this phone call, and this is almost verbatim. Hi, Mister Moderate Officer Smith, Portland PD. I live in Southern California. I don't know why Portland PD is calling me. Yeah. What hospital would you like us to take your son to? Excuse me. You want to start that sentence over, please? Yeah. Well, we rolled up to a house party. Oh, crap. That's how it starts. Apparently, there was a girl. It's always a girl. There's always a girl. And my boy thought it'd be a good idea to um, peel back the label of the Jack Daniels, pull the stopper, and tip that thing up to his lips twice. He drank a fifth of Jack Daniels in 45 minutes, gave himself alcohol poisoning just to impress a girl. I don't think she's going to be impressed by by (laughs) you be puking and everything. He was a mess. They had to charcoal him at the hospital. They had to strap him down. Oh, God. Not only is there a bit of drinking in our in our family, there's a bit of a temper sometimes, too. Yeah, those, those two things go hand in hand. Yeah, and it flared up on him when he was drunk. But the phone call was like, what hospital should we send him? I have no idea. I don't know any hospitals in Portland. None. Yeah. So my wife gets on the phone with my ex-wife. 
to get information that the cop needs. After about three questions, he's like, Mr. Modern, what's going on? I'm like, well, I live in LA and my son lives in Portland. I don't know anything about Portland. I couldn't tell you what street he lived on or how to find it. So my wife is on the phone with my ex-wife getting information. And there was a pause of about 10 seconds. And then he kind of went, you poor bastard. Because it's like, he's asking me questions. What hospital? Yeah. What's your insurance information? I know none of that. Oh, yeah. I know none of that. And the best part is my ex-wife sent me pictures. Of your son? Uh-huh. Strapped down in the hospital oh, with God. the car. with the truck. <laughs> He was not thrilled. Not even a little bit thrilled. But we had a good time. <laughs> you know, me and my wife and my ex-wife had a good time with us. Hey, uh, dude, you, you want to clean the catch? No. He, remember these? <laughs> oh. Yeah, got permanent blackmail. <laughs> Absolutely. Is this the same son that joined the Air Force? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. What a, what a disappointment. <laughs> uh, you know, it's um, am I happy with this, with what, everything he's done with his life? No. But do I love him anyway? Of course. Well, I mean, he could have turned out worse. I mean, then, you know. Oh, absolutely. You know, he could have turned out as a serial killer like Jeffrey Dahmer or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You imagine his parents? <laughs> you know, yeah. So, and then um, I learned the hard way that uh, Oreo cookies and onion dip do not go together. Why would you? It was a bet. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a bet. I'm a jarhead. It's like, it doesn't, you know, it's like, all right, we'll give it a shot. Surprising, there was no alcohol involved. I was just, I was like, oh, Oreo cookies, onion dip, <laughs> two of my favorite things. And somebody went, try them together. <laughs> well, that would be stupid. Do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. It was, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It took days to get that taste out of my mouth. That was, that was horrible. Yeah. Ugh. You're making the same face I made. Yeah, you're making just, the same I'm, face I made. I'm just thinking of the two of those together, just like, <laughs> yeah, don't you won't eat dinner. I've ate dinner. I'm a, I don't want to lose my dinner. I want to keep my dinner inside me. Are you in LA? No, I'm in I'm in uh, New Jersey. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, one of my best friends is from Jersey. Call him Jersey Mike because you know his name is Mike and he's from Jersey. Uh-huh. And we're not creative. <laughs> we're just not creative people. There's a sandwich place called Jersey Mike's. Yep, it's very popular out here. My brother, his name is Mike. He used to actually work at Jersey Mike's. Oh, that's funny. Everyone used to call him Jersey Mike. He's like, I'm so annoyed with everyone calling me that. I'm like, what the fuck do you expect? Your name is Mike. You work at Jersey Mike's. And you work at Jersey Mike's. <laughs> Shut up and I'll make me a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, honey, Mike's coming over. Good. Tell him to bring me a ham on rye. <laughs> yeah, he, I he want a number eight. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> number eight, no, no eight, onions. <laughs> yeah, I can't eat onions either. I'm highly allergic to them. So wait, you ate onion dips being allergic to onions? I'm allergic to raw onion. It's the gotcha. oils and onion that make me sick. But the dehydrated onions or the caramelized onions I'm fine with. Okay. And if my wife ever gets mad at me, she just won't cook onions and put them in my food. <laughs> She'll poison you, yeah. Yeah, I say that a national whatever this podcast is going on because if they find me dead, <laughs> yeah. check the tongue make sure I'm not swollen. We'll do an autopsy and make sure there are no onions in your, your system. <laughs> Death by onion. <laughs> Death by anaphylactic shock. Because <laughs> she would hide the EpiPins on me, too. Yeah. She just walked by and she, I said that and she grinned. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm a little scared right now. <laughs> you better order takeout for the next week. <laughs> no, no home-cooked meals for you. Man, hey, you ain't kidding. I'll get my brother to bring you some, uh, some Jersey Mike sandwiches. There you go. And... I really wish I could tell you that the crazy, embarrassing fan members were were my family members. Okay. Not me. Yeah. I've done some stupid, crazy, embarrassing shit myself. Right. My mother lives in San Fernando Valley, and she comes up every once in a while for dinner, 
and she likes to park her car in the driveway, which I ha- have no issue with. I'll park my car in the street, not the end of the world. But I forgot because I always park my car in the driveway. And we come back from dinner because we went in mom's car. Yeah. And it's like we round the corner. and I'm like, who the hell's parked in front of the – are the neighbors having a party? Who Whose car is it? Crap, that's my car. Yeah. You married? No. Girlfriend? No. Mom? Yes, mom. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you know, you know the you know the look that you get from your mom, and it's just kind of like, yeah, disappointment mixed in with what the hell did I write? Yeah, it's one thing to get it from your wife, but to get it from your wife and your mother. <laughs> that's the same uh, double time, teaming you. Yeah. Not only that, the mom reached over and just went, "I'm so sorry, baby." <laughs> I mean, that fucking. I'm in the car. That wasn't fair. It was accurate, yeah. but it wasn't fair. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's like I forgot I parked my own car in front of my own house. That's just. Uh, <laughs> and this was just like a month ago. It wasn't even when there was no drugs or alcohol involved. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I just, yeah, I forgot. Well, it's a natural thing. You know, you something, you're just so, so used to something. You just, you know, being at the same place, you just, oh, you're just like, it's just like you're like a robot. You're just on autopilot, you know? Back in my military days, my roommate was out. He had appendicitis, so they sent him home for a couple of weeks. Well, he took the TV with him because it was his TV. Okay. And out of force of habit, I get off duty. I come, I walk in, walk over to the TV and go, <laughs> Like four times. Yeah. I'm like, why the? And like, oh, there's no TV here right now. And my other roommate was like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, dude, you don't understand for two years. Yeah. I get in and I turn the TV on. And then I start putting away, you know. He's like, no, we sh-. he didn't even look. I'm like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> it's like muscle memory. To do it once and then go, oh, okay, I forgot. But to do it like four times in a row, it's like, no. Nah. And then to do it two days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> 24-hour shifts when you're in the military, then you, you know, yeah, get rough. maybe yeah. three hours sleep. You get a little tired. But, of course. You know. So my wife's family tried to embarrass me. Well, they didn't try. They actually did. Okay. So we used to live up in the Bay Area, up in, up, up past San Francisco. And right now, I'm about 45 minutes, about a half hour north of LA. Okay. Just to give you a point of reference. So we would always come down to her mom, to her parents' house, just to hang out and see friends. And we had a house party at mom and dad's because they have the pool. Yeah, nice. They come in. And they're like, Kenny, go get Grandma Peggy. She's out by the pool. I go out to the backyard to go go and get Grandma Peggy. And all they hear from me is a blood-curdling scream because nobody told me that Grandma Peggy, at 92 years old, likes to sit by the pool and sunbathe topless. That is information I needed. That is information I needed. (laughs) I come back in the house, and they're just... (laughs) dying with laughter i'm like y'all suck that just wasn't nice yeah <laughs> when i asked my wife's dad for her hand we'd been together six years mm-hmm. almost seven years five. whatever five years <laughs> by that point i could talk to my father about anything right you know we have conversations all the time and i can't put a sentence together i'm like uh so um dad um so we didn't really come down here for dinner um i came down here to ask you for uh, for stephanie's hand in marriage and he never looked at me. He kept typing away on his computer, and he's like, "Nope." <laughs> and I'm like, "Excuse me?" Yeah. And then he goes, "You take all of her or none of her, <laughs> and no refunds." I was done. I was I was crying. I was laughing. Her mom and her. Oh, I thought they were gonna kill him. <laughs> all you hear is from the kitchen, two chairs. Back it up. That was not funny. I'm like, <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. That was. It gave you a heart attack. Oh, 22 years we've been together. So something's we've been doing something right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really good. 
I think she, I just think she hasn't killed me yet. So. <laughs> just, just, just be careful about uh, what what you eat. Yeah, no onions in the food. Yeah, you no know. onions. Let's do like a the sweep of the fridge. Make sure there's no uh, no onions there. First time I met my lovely bride within a meeting of AA. Okay. She's sitting in front of me, and she has the cutest puppy with her. Aw. But I'm this guy. Hey, you know what? That's a really cute puppy you got there, but it's not a service animal. It can't be in the building. <laughs> oh, no. You were that guy. Yeah. And she turns around, looks me right in the face and went, thank you for your opinion. Now go fuck yourself. <laughs> and, we- <laughs> and it was true love ever since. Yeah. About two months later, we met up at another meeting and it was like, who is that guy? What is his story? That asshole. She tried to fix me. She's a psych major. Uh-huh. Don't ever marry one of those, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> she tells people that she... I fixed my husband. I got him to put the toilet seat down because I left little love notes. I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. But it's like, if we argue in front of our friends, our friends who know us, mm-hmm. they're like, you're a psych major. You met your husband in the rooms of AA. You've heard the entire story. You have nothing to complain about. You cannot complain about anything because you knew exactly what you were getting true. when you got married. Those friends can't come over anymore. <laughs> oh, they're banned. She's like, they can't come over. They don't agree with me. <laughs> I hope she's not hearing this. <laughs> she is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, no. Our couch is comfortable. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had a good good night's sleep there. <laughs> uh, not so much. We have two puppies. If not, you know, we don't get a good night's sleep anywhere right now. <laughs> I guess you're not uh, complaining about those puppies, are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. You've learned your lesson. Not any puppies. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't complain about puppies anymore at all. <laughs> oh, for the first... God, uh, we were married. So from the first 10 years of my relationship with my wife, I kept telling her just my dad's family up in Michigan. They're crazy. They're not the I love me Jack in a football helmet, but they're just a little bit, a little bit off center. Yeah. I don't think she bought it until we went. We get to the house and my uncle John is 20 minutes into a four minute story. The story is that there was a woodpecker sitting on the back ledge and just tap, 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 for hours. Drove my aunt down to nuts. She looks at my Uncle John and goes, I don't give a shit what you do. I want that bird gone. She went to do something. Here's the bird. He goes in the house, grabs a Remington 12-gauge shotgun, comes out, and <laughs> blows off four feet of siding on his house. The siding was the original siding, so it was supposed to be like an eggshell white. Yeah. It was sun-bleached to that whatever putrid yellow sun-bleached crap looks like. So my uncle, the brilliant gentleman that he is, goes in the garage, finds a brand new piece of siding, as white as a baby's ass, puts it up. She'll never know. One of his buddies comes by and goes, why don't you take a piece of siding off of Kevin's house, my cousin who lives <laughs> on the granny unit, and put it where the old siding was and put the new bright white siding on Kev's house because Donna doesn't go over there. Right. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then he stopped talking. He didn't say anything else. And my wife is now vested in the story uh-huh. and looks at him and goes, what happened to the bird? At this <laughs> point, my aunt goes, the dumb fucker missed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> And about 10 minutes into the store, my wife leans over at me and goes, you were not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> this is like two minutes of a story, and he's 20 minutes deep. And my uncle stops mid-sentence and goes, tell you we were crazy? Cool. And kept right on talking. <laughs> and then my mom's side of the family, there's um, my mom's the middle child. So there's my aunt, Debbie, and my uncle, which, um, my mother was born in Kansas, and my aunt Debbie was born in Norway. Oh, wow. Okay. It's... Yeah. Grandpa was in the Army. Okay. He's in the Army. Gotcha. My grandfather was in the Army, and he was... um. He was a, not quite a spy, but he was a, a intelligence for the army. Okay. When I was a kid, I'm looking at all these great pictures of like England and Normandy and Norway and Germany. And I'm like, Grandpa, you're a horrible photographer. 
He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, Aunt Debbie, Uncle Jim, and Mom, and Grandma, they're all faded. They're all fuzzy. But the buildings behind them are in perfect detail. Right. The bridges are in perfect detail. It's like, dude, you you took your family on vacation and then took pictures of strategic sites? <laughs> <laughs> That's dirty on a whole different level. <laughs> this was more fun than I thought it was going to be. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, no, thanks for being a guest. It was a lot of fun. What's your handle on Instagram? Where can people find you? I am very simple. It is at Ken Modern. All lowercase letters, all one, all one word. Okay, perfect. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, everyone, check out Ken's uh, Ken's stuff. Provided your wife doesn't kill you, of course. Well, yeah, there is that. You know, there is that. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a five star review. Would you like to be a guest? Please send a story about your embarrassing family member to embarrassingfamily at gmail.com.